So this episode is actually turning into, with the last couple of episodes in this one, it is turning into a series on your college application and college admissions timeline. So we've talked about the timeline for juniors in their the spring and summer of junior year. And we talked about making the most of your college visits. We've talked about what it means and what questions to ask college admissions officers. Today, we're really going to dive into what our seniors are looking at. And then the next few episodes are also going to focus on the other years of high school, including finishing out um, junior year, looking at the beginning of that. So I am super, super excited and hope that these have been helpful. And I look forward to talking with you about your steps for junior year. Hey there, I'm Courtney and I'm the founder of Confused to College Ready. With over 15 years experience as a mental health therapist turned school counselor, I am bringing my experience and expertise to help you navigate the college search experience. My goal is to serve students and their families and unlock the secrets to college searching. Stay tuned. All right, so... This is episode number 19 of the Confused College Ready podcast. I cannot believe that we already are almost at 19 episodes and we have over 210 downloads at this point. It's crazy. And I so appreciate each of you for joining us every week and for listening. I hope that it has been incredibly helpful for you. Um, Thank you for being a part of our community and for just taking the time to get to know me a little bit better. And I hope that this journey is helping you as you are navigating that college experience. Um, With 20 episodes coming up and with the downloads that we have, we want to be able to celebrate. And when I say we, I mean myself and um, my team right now. That is my husband who helps me out with different things. Um, But we are super excited to be able to celebrate. And we have an announcement for you all that we are opening a brand new free Facebook group for all of our families and students where we will have different live trainings. This is a place for community where you can ask questions of people that are in the same boat as you to be able to learn, to be able to explore We will be posting free resources and guides and information for you in that group. And I would absolutely love if you would come join us. The link to the site, and I will have it linked in our show notes, but the link to that group is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash confused to college ready. Um, The other thing is I would, if this podcast has been helpful for you, I would love to have you leave a review and share the podcast with others. Um, I am even going to be doing a, um, for the first um, time, we are going to be offering a free coaching session, a free one-on-one time with me for um, a drawing for people who leave us a review. So I would love to be able to spend some time talking with you and your student um, just about where you are in the process and what steps you want to take. Um, So please, please share, leave a review so that other people can continue to have that positive, um, the, that they can have that experience as well. So As we start talking about the timeline for seniors, I want to share a story with you all about when I was in high school. 
I was super into theater. I was really, I played in the band. Those were a big part of my high school experience. And I actually was taking a theater class. In this theater class, we had to, we were given over a month on this project. And the goal was that at the end of the project that we had made a full scale replica of a set to, to scale a full size, um, to scale. So not full size, but a two scale replica of the set and what we would do to create this set. If we were going to be producing a show, this was not some, and I mean, it had to have furniture. It had to have the walls. It had to have decorations, any kind of books and other things. This was not a small project or task. Well, that's overwhelming, right? I was 16, 15 at the time. Um, I was getting ready to turn 16. And there's a point to me telling you that, um, that I'll share in just a minute. I was getting ready. um, I was 15, had this huge project. I was in theater. I was in band. We were very busy. We had a lot of things that were going on. I had a sister who was involved in things. So our weekends, um, we just, we, all of us had a lot on our plate in my family. Well, between classes and other work, I decided that that project felt really overwhelming. And so I was just, you know what? It's not going to be hard. I'll worry about it later on. So I put it off and I put it off and I put it off. Well, Memorial Day weekend comes. It's a holiday weekend. You know, as parents, you're looking forward to being able to relax, take care of some things. No activities going on. Yep. Except my project was due the day that we got back from the break and I hadn't done any of it. I knew what play I was looking at. I knew what some of the things I was doing, but I hadn't done anything. And that was a big problem. We ended up that my parents helped me with this project and coming up with everything. And a huge thank you to my mom and dad to this day, because I would not have gotten anything done without it. Um, and so got the project done. I also had some pretty big consequences. I was not able to get my driver's license. I, so this was in May. I turned 16 in July. I did not get my driver's license for months after my birthday. All of my friends are out driving. I was one of the youngest in my class. Um, so my friends were all driving already. Yep, sure enough, that project and what I had done and that lesson that I learned about procrastination was something where I knew that I never wanted anything like that to happen again. So that was the summer before my junior year. And then in junior year and senior year, I had learned the lesson and I was ready to go. So I share all of that in saying that I want your student to learn to not put things off when they seem overwhelming, to ask for help early and to communicate about what they need. So that is my encouragement. Um, It made my senior year a whole lot easier. And I've shared before about some of the students and the families that I've worked with. I've told them that story because their students come in and all of a sudden it's the weekend before a scholarship essay is due or there's an application that they need to complete or other things. Um, so let's talk through some of the steps we've talked about already in the, a couple episodes ago, we talked about the outline for spring before junior or spring of junior year and summer before senior year. So let's talk through fall, winter, and spring of senior year. So go ahead, grab a 
piece of paper or a notebook wherever you're keeping your notes. Grab a pen um, and let's start talking about the fall. So in the fall, um, a lot of times, and it is true that colleges are looking at the classes that our students have taken through their junior year. However, colleges are also looking at the classes that a student has taken in their senior year or that they will be taking in their senior year. So maybe you are not, you have a requirement for government economics that you can't take until your senior year. The colleges are going to want to make sure, one, you're going to have to have that for graduation, depending on the state that you live in. But two, the colleges are going to want to make sure that you have completed that. They're looking to make sure that you've continued with the rigor of your courses and they are looking, they're, they're going to see your final transcript at the end of the semester, potentially. Some of that depends on if the college requests it, but certainly at the end of the school year. And that the colleges are going to look to make sure, did you continue with the academic progress that you were making and is it at a similar point? Um, so in the fall, you also want to finalize that college application checklist, have your dates and deadlines for the colleges on your list. Um, and if that's not something that you already have done, sometimes students will spend some time working on that over the summer, but if not, the fall is a great time to get everything finalized. You also want to look at a having some kind of calendar or planner to track all of your assignments. We had discussed in another episode about using a Google account that is just for the college search um, and sharing different documents and things with family so that you have that Google calendar and everyone knows and everyone is on the same page. Um, but you want to be able to track your assignments, different college application deadlines, financial aid and scholarship dates, um, you want to look at, are there any kind of activities or things where you need to be away, events, different sports, um, times travel where your students are going to be away, band, theater, whatever it might be. If there is a time that you're not going to be home or that a sibling isn't going to be home or that a parent has a trip that they are planning, those are really important things to be aware of. Um, the next thing that you want to do is make sure that you are working on those college applications, looking at essays and requesting transcripts that follow your high school protocol. There is not a set process that every single high school in the United States follows. So you definitely want to make sure that you know what your high school is expecting. One of the things that I know as a high school counselor, a lot of times my the students that I work with, that they would... College applications would open up in August and the families, um, especially those families where it was their first student that was going to college, they, we had to talk with them about the timeline of sending the transcripts out. That's something where it was going to take time to get the initial transcripts because you have students who come into the school, students that leave, schedules might change around at the beginning. So... Check with your school, but if they are not sending your transcripts until close to the end of August, beginning of September, don't be surprised at that. And that's not a negative thing. That's something where they want to make sure that as they're sending class rank or GPA or your schedule, that it's not something where they sent information to a college saying that you were going to be in XYZ classes and then that change. You want to make sure that what the college sees when they're looking at that transcript in your current classes is going to be the the courses that you're taking that year. Um, if you plan to apply for early decision, 
one of the things that I want you to make sure is that you, your parents, and your school counselor have signed the form saying that you understand that early decision is a binding agreement that you attend that college. So be careful of what you're entering when you are completing an application. That early decision, that is binding. That means that if you are accepted into that college, that they will expect you to attend that school and to withdraw your applications from other colleges. Early action is a little bit different. Early action is that you are sending everything into the colleges and it's something that you are, it's not binding, that you can choose which colleges you want to go to. In the fall, another thing that I would encourage you to do, and this is early in the fall with this one, you want to contact the people that you are asking to write your letters of recommendation at least four to six weeks in advance of when that letter is due. Ask them to write a positive letter of recommendation and then send them any information about yourself, whether that be a resume, a brag sheet where you tell them, you know, here are the things that I have been involved in. Here's how I would describe myself. Here is how I think other people would describe me. These are the adjectives. Um, this is what I'm most proud of. These are challenges that I've faced. If there's been any kind of unique circumstance that you want that recommender to be able to address, make sure that you include that. Um, if there is something that has been unique to you and you don't want the recommender to include it, you also need to let them know about that and make sure that they are aware of what you do and don't want shared. And aside on that one is you need to make sure that you know what the policy of your high school is in sharing about different discipline issues, if that's something that you have gone through, as well as making sure that you are honest with the colleges about any kind of discipline issues um, that have come up and what you, to make sure that you are being honest with them and uh, forthcoming, rather than that being something that they find out later on and it can it potentially cause an issue. Um. Fee waivers. So if you qualify for free or reduced lunch, a lot of times, and you've taken um, the ACT or SAT for free, then you also can qualify for fee waivers through the school. The test companies may provide you with a fee waiver. Um, NACAC, which is a national um, association for school for college counselors, they also can provide some fee waivers. So make sure that you are checking in with your counselor. Sometimes colleges will waive the application fee if you attend an information session or if you provide them with um, if you have watched a video or if you've gone on campus, they might give you a code that's a free fee waiver. Some places might have college application fairs that you can go to or college fairs that you where you are able to go visit and you might get a fee waiver there as well. So just keep track of all of those things because if you have five colleges that you're applying to and there is a $25 application fee for each one, that can add up quickly in addition to then sending test scores and other things. Um, one of the important things for financial aid is going to be filling out the FAFSA that opens up on October 1st. And then you also will have, um, for some schools, they require the CSS profile. So it's important to check out each school website and look into the, the requirements that they're going to have for financial aid. 
And then as far as the fall, the other thing I would say is make sure that you are continuing to be involved in your extracurricular activities, your clubs, um, and also enjoying your senior year. If you break these things down into manageable chunks, you still can get your schoolwork done, have those extracurriculars, and really enjoy senior year still. Um, and your student enjoying it. So in the winter of senior year, here are a couple of things. And this is a longer episode today as we are going through some of this. Um, but I, I think it's really important to kind of dive into the details. So in the winter, you want to make sure, and some of this is fall and winter, that you want to make sure that you're tracking each part of your application or your student's application to make sure that it's been received by the deadline. So the colleges are going to send you reminders about things um, and reminders of things that might need to be submitted. You might know that it already has been submitted. And sometimes these colleges, you need to think that they are getting thousands and thousands of applications. And it's something where it takes time for it's not an automatic process. They, you know, they have to... Um, there might be people involved in checking the boxes or making sure that things have been received um, or applying it to the right account. If you've sent in different information by email, they, that has to get not transferred from the email into your account saying, yes, this has been received and completed. Um, if there are any kind of mid-year reports, we talked about sometimes schools will ask you to send in a mid-year transcript. So if you're on block scheduling, it's a transcript at the end of the semester um, at the end of that particular course, or they might want to see how you're making progress in a particular class. Make sure that you are requesting those and that you know the process and requesting that information from your counselors. And then keep working hard in your courses and combat that senioritis. It is very real. It is something where you have worked hard for your entire school career and don't give up now. It is going to be such a critical piece. Um, and some of this, and I know we have a lot of parents that are listening, but with your students, just encourage them to listen to this, to be able to know that these are some of the steps that they need to take. As an aside to this, um, the students that do coaching with me and when with, that have access to our course materials, this checklist is going to be provided to you. So I know that we're going through it pretty quickly. Um, but this is something that's provided to you along with the tracking information. And we really do go even more into detail about what these steps mean and what to do. Then when we look at the spring, you want to review your college acceptance. You want to review different financial aid package offers. Be aware of what you can afford. Um, those are important conversations to have sooner than the spring of senior year. But if you are in the spring of senior year and are trying to make some of those decisions, you know, look at a decision tracker to help you evaluate the best fit for you based on those must-haves with your colleges based on the financial aid packages and based on what you are looking at as far as finances, what you can afford, and what's going to be the best fit. And please remember, we actually have in a podcast episode on this, but you do not have to attend. Your student does not have to attend an elite college in order to be successful. Um, there are some great books that are out there that go into more detail 
about the, you know, getting in and having specifics on what it takes. And with some of those colleges, they are as far as the competition and it is intense and top students are, um, are really finding it to be challenging to get into the schools. Um, there are so many wonderful students, but it doesn't take an elite or the most, most prestigious college to be successful. Lots of people are incredibly successful and they find their own path. And to me, that is by far the most important thing. If a student has been waitlisted and you are incredibly passionate about wanting to attend that school, I would reach out to the admissions representative that at this point, hopefully you've already have a relationship with someone and that you have showed that demonstrated interest, reach out to them and find out, okay, what can I do? What are the steps? Here are the reasons that I am still incredibly passionate. Send a statement, send any kind of updates with your grades. Hey, listen, I, or I, um, here's how I have improved in this particular class. These are some of the things that I have continued to do. This is an incredible opportunity for you as well as being able to say, hey, listen, I didn't include this before or I started in I was involved in a project after I sent in my application, but these are some updates to what I'm doing. Um, once you have made your final decision about the college that you're going to attend, you want to to send in a deposit to that college. You also, to secure your spot, housing is going to be another thing. You need to make sure that you have... Um, if, if you're going to be living on campus that you've secured that housing, submitted any deposits. The other thing that you need to do once you know you have a final decision is contact the other colleges that you are not attending to let them know that you're declining the offer. The, the reason for this is that there are other students who might be waitlisted that really want to attend this school and you are being incredibly respectful in letting those colleges know this is my final decision and uh, thank you for the offer but I won't be attending that could open up a spot for another student the same thing can happen if you've been waitlisted and another student ends up deciding that they're not planning to attend that school um, when you are finished with high school and you have that final transcript, one of the things that you're going to need to do is make sure that you have sent that final transcript to the college that you're planning to attend. You need to check with your high school about what the process is for requesting that final transcript. How do they want that information? What are some of the steps that you need to be able to take in order to, um, in order to, have that be the final place that you're going, making sure that there are no other documents that they need, just ensuring that everything is taken care of. Finish your year strong. Enjoy that final semester of high school and your time. And then mom, dad, family, friends, our seniors, it is time to celebrate. And we will wish you the best of luck on your future steps. We're going to have other episodes that we'll talk about what to do in more detail in the in the spring, more the summer before you are entering college, the summer after senior year. But I am super, super excited to, um, to know that there are so many people um, at the time of this episode, it is March of 2022, and that there are people that are in the process of making these decisions and that you, I know that it is an incredibly stressful time, but this is something that is going to be so exciting for you all. So don't forget 
yet, we have our new Facebook group that is opening up and that is linked in the show notes. We also are, um, if you would, if this podcast has been helpful to you, I would love if you would leave us a review, share it with your friends and family. Um, We will be having additional episodes on what you need to do and the steps that you need to take in order to um, to follow that timeline for the other years of high school. We wanted to start with our juniors and leading into senior year, and we will have some more episodes coming up. And thank you all again so much for being here. We can't wait to see you on our next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Confused to Ready and download our free guide on how to start or expand your college search at confusedtoready.com forward slash how to start. Thank you.